oh, I've got a cocktail waiting for me after this. Oh, that sounds nice. nice. I've got half a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Nice. Mm, what flavour? Yeah. Uh, the caramel sutra one, the car- the one with the big caramel core. Oh, was on yeah. Offer. Nice. It's the best thing. That sounds really good. I was going to watch That's it with the... I was going to eat it with this film, but then I forgot. And but it's fine because it's not really an ice cream film. No, maybe not. As we'll talk I'm about. I think what I ate during this film. <laughs> Actually, I think I did have some ice cream. <laughs> and yeah. Ben and Jerry's is cookie dough. <laughs> oh, well, we I hope you feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had Domino's oh. last night with loads of ice cream. It was great. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think we had uh we had uh like peppers and mushrooms and sweet corn and stuff. But <laughs> ice cream sounds good. <laughs> oh. Ha ha ha. Oh, good one, Michael. Okay. Here comes the music. Claire. Hi. Imperium. Where did Hmm. you come across this? I don't actually remember. Um, Yeah, it just sort of popped up at some point. when I I think I was maybe looking through films that Tony Collette was in. Um, Nice. Because Mm. we'd been talking about her in uh, Knives Out. And then I think she was also in a different film recently that we watched. Oh, she was in Thomas Crown Affair as well, wasn't she? Um, was she? So, was she not the lead actor in Thomas no. Crown Affair? No, no, well, no. I've just completely like Im- impressed her face upon that actor. Um, anyway, I was looking at things, and then this uh, came up and was available to watch. Um, without too much hassle and also had Daniel Radcliffe in it which I thought was hilarious because I just can't get over him not being <laughs> Harry Potter um, yep. so I thought we should try watching it. I think I was also vaguely interested because we talked about watching the Black Klansman as well Oh yeah. Mm. Um, and this was kind of related so there were lots of reasons but none really Sorry, that was Great. a very long explanation for something that didn't have a reason. <laughs> no, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what did everyone think? <laughs> I thought it was good. I enjoyed this film. Okay. Uh, I To start with, I thought I wasn't going to because it, it started to look like it was going to be a, a dark, gritty, uh, hard-hitting film that was going to try and make me feel things. And as you know, I don't like that. Um <laughs> But it, they just, it was really good. Um, it was well-written, well-acted. Um, didn't realise Daniel Radcliffe was such a good actor. Uh, and yeah, it, was, it had an interesting story. made me think a lot. Cool. Interesting. What about you, Fernando? Guys? Well, I thought it was very much like Spencer Confidential, except a little bit darker. <laughs> 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 In the sense okay. that um, <laughs> I did not think that the acting was very good, um, but the whole film was somehow entertaining. Yeah, I think I'm kind of um, 
I'm with you there. Um, I also, I found it quite almost satisfyingly mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) Just sort of comforting. It was, yeah, it was fine. I wasn't, wasn't, didn't, the, nobody hit the feelings button, button, like you said, Michael. Um, Yeah. Just there it was. It's no Black Klansman, I'll tell you that. There's a, it followed a lot of similar, ah. very similar plot, very similar kind of characters in certain ways, but all oh, Black Klansmen so much better. <laughs> well, <laughs> what do you think, Claire? This is interesting. Mm. Um, I I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it was exceptional in any way. I don't think it made the serious point. I was really trying to... It was just just all right to watch yeah it didn't really do much that hasn't been done Mm. i don't know well i feel like it i don't know what it was trying to do i feel like there are lots of films where someone's undercover and they show oh there happens to be you know white supremacists living normal lives look aren't they just like us but aren't they so aren't their beliefs just so extreme so horrible and i'm like well yes obviously but what what else is new what are you doing what are you showing us (laughs) well i in fairness to the film, I think they were trying to get across that, like the, they are the dangerous ones, the ones that you don't realise, like the the guys with the skinheads and the tattoos marching down the street, are yeah. actually a threat. They're just a bit thick. Um, it's the smart, organised ones that are, are actually a danger to to life. Mm. Um, I feel like I just to- didn't learn anything new. Which is fine. Yeah. Like no, I just feel like it wasn't. I don't know. the The subject matter meant that you wanted to learn something from it or understand something a bit more. I think, but it didn't. It wasn't like original. There wasn't a huge amount, as you say, that hadn't been said before. It mm. sort of dealing with something as serious as that. You wanted to have some sort of impact and it sort of fell flat because it yeah I think it just fell a bit flat for me but again I I liked it I thought it was good enough it was was alright then you may have have to fight its corner Michael yeah or at least (laughs) uh, seek clarification Um, first thing uh, Fernando have you seen Black Klansman no no okay Um, because that this is a film that I think the three of us have seen quite recently. Um, Claire and I happened to watch it like two weeks ago. Oh. Uh, and I think, Laura, you've seen it yes, once or twice, right? Yeah. Um, and it was not only comparable, but it was like embarrassingly similar mm-hmm. to to the point that I I was watching this thinking... Wow, they just did they just see Black Klansman and say, let's make one of those. It was <laughs> for for a long time I was thinking this is the same film. Like it had all the same story beats, like yeah. um New Detective is working on a case, uh infiltrating somewhere, um, but uh, he is sort of sympathetic towards the people he's with and what he really wants to do is get at white supremacists and so he does that he goes against the wishes of his superior um but gets in with somebody sort of midway up the chain 
um, who wants to help him. And then he infiltrates the people and he meets some thugs and it's tough. But then he meets their wife who's baked (laughs) cupcakes and is really sweet and lovely and lives in a suburban house. But also they're all racists um, and just loads and loads of scenes where, oh, is he going to get rumbled? Is he not? And he nearly gets rumbled, but he pulls out some great explanation at the last second. Mm. All of it was exactly the same with the main difference being uh, Black Clansman was a comedy and it did a really good job of doing dark comedy. Uh, whereas this was, was I guess pr- pretty straight. I don't don't think there was a lot of comedy to be found in Imperium. Um, so to start with, I was thinking like, did they did they both write the same story and like they they managed to get Black Clansman released first, and whoever was working on Imperium was like, damn, they got <laughs> oh my god, this is the exact same as what we were writing. Oh well, let's publish it anyway. Or I think was it actually just that derivative? So just to keep you right with your argument, um, Black Black Clansman came out after this, right? Oh, yeah, in which so case, anything, yeah, yeah. So one way or another, so. This was something I was going to ask. So I was going to say, Laura, um, you're saying Black Clansman was much better and mm. you were saying Imperium is not doing anything that hasn't been done before. Um, and I was going to say, oh, are you just saying that because Black Clansman came out first? But that's not even the case. <laughs> um, do, do you think Black Clansman had some originality, some original twist on this that was made it better? Well, I think the twist is... is- is in the name. I mean, it's just so interesting that that's the extra layer that you're like, the, the dynamics are so different now. Okay. I don't know. There's an added layer of like risk and subterfuge and intrigue. Yeah. And it's just for more Fernando's benefit and maybe for the listener's benefit. Um, <laughs> it's about a black detective who gets in via the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, so uh, they yeah, don't realize they... that he's black, even though he's in the white, supremacist they send a lovely adam driver in person and the black classroom sort of talks him through and stuff like that so yeah it's really interesting having these two people i think i think that that um, always bothered me about the black clansman that he like after that first phone call when you have to send in someone else there was no reason for him to be getting the phone calls anymore yeah i thought that <laughs> it, it, would, it would have been much simpler to just have one person infiltrating much less risk. Absolutely. I never thought about that. Mm. Anyway. uh, Uh, So that was the the bit that made it interesting for you. Yeah. And to have all the sort of the parallel stuff with the black power, black lives matter, not black lives matter, because I suppose it was set before. Um, Yeah. Uh, um, Yeah, I just felt more... Yeah, the Black Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Made the film more, I don't know, Engaging. Yeah, okay. I just think it was a better film. I think Spike Lee's a better director than whoever this was. <laughs> um, Daniel Radcliffe. I don't think he directed no. it, too. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> oh. so. <either. laughs> I like the idea, though. Um, <laughs> wrote, directed, starred, and produced. <laughs> did the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say... This was a better film. <gasps> um, and I'm going to say that because I thought it explored uh, 
the mentality of people who are in uh, basically explored the mentality of racists much better um and was a lot more subtle and had more depth uh and i think part of that was due to it not being a comedy and i was surprised to find that i i was finding it a lot more engaging for that mm-hmm. reason Wow, I would say that everything about this film was ham-fisted and shallow. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where we go from here. Yeah, can someone else? Claire, which of us are you more like more inclined to agree with? <laughs> um, I just don't know. Um, it's very difficult to compare um i don't know uh, and fernando i'm really sorry this must feel like going to the lecture and suddenly realizing you didn't do the required reading well before. i mean I, I i guess so but then i'm somehow inclined <laughs> to agree with laura because i i, I don't see what is their um their reasoning as in what is what is exactly what they believe and i somehow like, have read about it but i don't think that what i know is because i learned it from from the movie or was somehow reflected in the movie okay did you think it was ham-handed and shallow uh a little bit mm-hmm. yep yeah clear you're going to need to okay. win or I could set out my stall if you're not decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I think you need to explain to me the how it was subtle and deep because yeah, um, I don't want to just say like I I don't want to keep comparing it to the Black Klansman because they're different films yeah. and um and yeah, that's not. Uh, not fair on Fernando, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I wouldn't have thought I didn't find this particularly deep. I don't. I thought it was just oh, these are bad guys. We mm. we get to judge them for being horrible. The end. Yeah. <laughs> that that was <laughs> so- more or less. That that was more or less how I felt about the the bad guys in Black Klansman, which I thought was fine. I thought it was a great film. I really enjoyed it because um, it had other stuff going for it. Um, but with this, he met four or maybe even five different kinds of white supremacists who all had their own thing going on. Mm. And every single one of the characters told us something about that mindset. And I found that interesting. So the, the first one... Um, we had him going to the diner and meeting these tough guys. And this basically came down to they're in a gang. And mm-hmm. so they have this uh, sort of obsessive, tribal, aggressive uh, thing where they hate outsiders and they all hang out together. Uh, and they're, they're really... Um, they dislike him to begin with because they just naturally distrust people. Um, so that's the one kind... Next, we have uh, the kid, um, the guy who was bullied at school and who is only involved in this at all because he feel it, it makes him feel safe because he's got someone that he sees as strong, someone with a clear conviction about something. Um, 
and it's a group that he can be a part of. So that's the second option. Um, third, we had uh, he meets the radio DJ mm-hmm. who doesn't believe any of it at all, as it turns out. He's just doing it to make money to get people to listen to this stuff because he knows that uh, outrage gets clicks and gets uh, and earns him money. So he is just a, a pure entertainer mm-hmm. who's um, just selling hatred. Um, we had that I found the most interesting was this <laughs> this lovely bloke with his lovely house and his lovely <laughs> children, um, who's all about community and all uh, and who genuinely want it seems genuinely wants to make the world a better place and has just basically got the wrong end of the stick on um on how to do that um he just just believes that so many of the problems in the world are caused by uh inferior races and he even goes into explaining why he how he has come to that point of view um and it's it's not because he's a it's not because he's unthinking and it's not because he's a sort of natural hater it's just because he's he's misinformed and he's got got things all the wrong way round um and finally we've got the yeah the obsessive um military guy who distrusts the government and um yeah thinks idolizes uh the third reich and adolf hitler uh, and and pretty much seems to have come at it from just a, a military point of view. Um, so that would be like five different groups of people who are all uh, who are all kind of arguing with each other, and a lot of them don't quite trust each other, but they're they're all united by uh, this one final thing, which is believing that white people are superior to other people um, in the face of overwhelming evidence to the contrary, and the, the way that they all. Uh, maintaining these beliefs i think was really interesting and every, every scene with one of them uh seemed to add to that in some way and i was really impressed with that and that that's why i thought it was a good film interesting yeah that makes sense it did cover a lot of interesting bases i still wouldn't say mm. that. i don't think there was much nuance in the way i don't know i need to go back and think about it again but Stuff yeah. like the guy listening to the listening to the that music, and it was a, a Jewish compo a, a Jewish conductor, mm. and he was uh, so taken with this performance, he was so sensitive to it, um, and yet he still hated the person that had created that, or or believed that the person who created that was was inferior, um, and just seeing the way that he he would still not reject his point of view even when by his own admission um this guy has has created something beautiful uh yeah stuff like that that it's that kind of nuance and subtlety that i thought made it good yeah Mm. yeah there might have been more to it than than bad guy, but... I don't know. I don't know if we're just being taken in. <laughs> and that is the point, isn't it? 
Well, you mean there was I'm making all this up and they were no, just No, 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 no. No. Um I think that's I think they were like look at this layered character. Isn't it funny how he likes this music? Look what a hypocrite he is. Hmm. But I don't know. I just the fact that they made him the the terrorist. Oh, yeah. What's that? It just seemed a bit they're like, gotcha. <laughs> yes. I, 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 I don't I like it, it when a... people are like, whoosh, <laughs> sweep the thing off the table and be like, aha, you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> I was like, well, no, you d- I guess not. But it doesn't mean I respect it as a filmmaking decision. I see. Mm, so you you didn't find that believable then that he was the one that was that was really serious? I don't know if I was invested enough to find... I, I was kind of just going along with it, of like, a, oh, okay, oh, yeah, sure. They're all yeah. these vicious, violent white supremacists, so I believe it. I guess I do believe... Well, I don't know. I, don't, I should have collected my thoughts before mm. I started this, because really I'm all over the <laughs> oh, place. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, um, we, can, we can think about this stuff as we go. Out. I don't know, what does everyone else uh, think? I just don't know. <laughs> I, I was impressed because they weren't just vicious, violent uh, white supremacists, and it it really brought the point home that no no one is born just being, that no one's born hating people who aren't white. Uh, every single one of them has got there somewhere. Every single one of them has some story that has brought them to to have these beliefs, um, and I I think that's a that's a scary thing, but also a hopeful thing. Um, uh, yeah, I like I like villains that are not monsters. Um, villains that <laughs> well, I like my villains to be clear cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Mondego. <laughs> exactly. I know where I am with Mondego. I know where I am with the British guy from Lagan. <laughs> you but hate the, the racist <laughs> well yeah I did, to be honest I still didn't think there was that much to them you know if they hadn't they didn't really humanise them apart from saying oh look at him he likes classical music and he loves his kids And I, but underneath he was still just a monster but I guess the, really? as you're, you're right the message of the film was very much that he's been shaped that way they all have they're all yeah. misinformed they're all wrong they're all just but I still just see them as like I can't empathize with them right i guess i'm just stuck in my ground where i'm like i just cannot extend my empathy that far when they are so violent even if it's not like physical Mm. violence it's just such a an abhorrent i just find them so repulsive and abhorrent that i can't even Mm. and i didn't really understand daniel radcliffe's that the the point that the film was trying to make about the fact that he did see them as i don't know human beings which i suppose that they are but it's very difficult yeah. to take racists. Mm. And that's what made it challenging as well, because <laughs> they made us think of think of these awful people as, or at least these people with awful views, as humans. I think this is uh, where it fell down for me, though, because I didn't ever see them as full. I didn't really ever right? get there. You know, I never okay. liked the family man. I never thought he was a good pair. I never thought he was that there were that many oh. layers to him you know it didn't really challenge me yep. that way because i don't think it really dug into their humanity or explored okay. their 
it just gave me their views of white supremacy and the fact that they they did have some other interests, which but I don't know. Hmm. I, I suppose know. in I some like way it, having though. Yeah. Um and having the, the different <laughs> the different uh flavours of racist. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to describe it. <laughs> maybe indicates just how difficult a problem it is for society. Like you can't just dismiss all racists as idiots because yeah, that's true. There are some thoughtful, rational people who are just basing basing their logic on one fallacy, mm. and disproving that for them won't like rattle a skinhead's head against the wall and give them a concussion that makes them forget they're horrible people. Like there's there's so many different ways that different people need to be taught <laughs> that they're wrong. <laughs> Um, hmm. rather than just this idea of like the KKK or the fascists the white power fascists or anything like that um, yeah. so maybe if it didn't do it subtly maybe it, it did do that at least um, well I mean it still probably there were yeah so, sorry I think it did yeah you're right it did do that but um, I can see why you found it subtle. I'm not saying it's... Well, I guess I do disagree, but that's fine that you say that. That's what I'm <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, not, I'm not trying to... <laughs> You're allowed to disagree without invalidating okay. my my ability to have a point of view. That's okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe you think they, they needed to do more in order to, to really make the people seem human. Well, I'm not sure that that's what I wanted either. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, did you just not I didn't want, want to it. see them as human. I just didn't want it. Yeah, I don't want to see them as human beings. Um, Maybe that's no. why you didn't. Unless, yeah, I'm probably, yeah, I never would have, to be honest. Um, if there's one probably... thing this film taught us, it's that people who don't want to see something can <laughs> uh, blind themselves to it. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe you're so prejudiced against racist, Laura. <laughs> As that was a, a very confused metaphor, horribly applied to the situation. Sorry, <laughs> Fernando. Did did you feel any sympathy or empathy with the the white supremacists in the film? Any sympathy or empathy? Um, well, I mean, I did think that they were human and. Hmm. Um, because they are. Um, <laughs> um, what else? I did. You feel you were sort of beginning to understand where they were coming from. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, for example, more or less. Well, I, th- there was a specific part where I think they referenced civilization and they said well look at um civilization and see that perhaps the most advanced societies have been um societies where white people are the majority Mm. and and then i thought well i guess i see what they mean uh 
except um, except the fact that most advanced societies are perhaps predominantly white doesn't um, preclude the fact that some other societies were also very advanced before uh, before they they stopped existing. Okay. I don't know. I guess that I somehow could see what they were thinking. Uh, Yes. And also, um, I think that once you have opportunity to do, once you get the opportunity to maybe... Mm, educate as in once you are educated and whatever you do with that education whether you understand what you were taught or not um you become more capable of doing things and i think that because certain uh certain subsets of the society are poor and don't get as many opportunities as other subsets of the society, maybe they hmm. cannot succeed in the same way. And maybe that somehow could create the illusion that one subset of society is perhaps destined to succeed. Whereas the other subset of society is, destined to not succeed i'm not i I, I don't know um i can i can somehow see their arguments but i think that ultimately if they believe that is because they are ignoring uh a more complicated reality yeah okay great i i i'm glad to agree with that yeah, me too. I think yeah, that's very fair. I I think that was propaganda about the white civilizations, though. Obviously, I don't think. Um, it, yeah, and I mean, what yeah, do you mean by advanced like, civilization? <laughs> well, that Dream. as well, but also like I don't think that you could say they were mostly white at all civilizations through history, not predominantly white, uh, right? Yeah, just I think mostly European, like. Yeah, we're we're talking about sort of the last five hundred years since since europe became became sort of the dominant part of the world oh, and ended up conquering the world and so the, the most advanced societies were the ones that have existed since then up to yeah the last 50 years or so where where sort of that's that's been slightly less the case um would that be fair to say so i mean claire you you, you have done what i should have done a long time ago, which is red guns, germs, and steel, um, <laughs> which I, I think the core argument of that is basically um, once the world managed to get to a certain technological level, uh, it turned out that people in Europe had an excellent spread of natural resources that they were basically just really lucky to have got um, and therefore ended up conquering the world with it. And if there happened to have been horses in South America or like pigs in australia then things could have been very different and um 
and white people would not have ended up becoming uh, the the privileged group that they did end up being. Uh, but people have tended over the centuries to to assume that uh, the reason European nations uh, managed to to dominate the planet is because they were genetically superior. Um, something which we now know is not true. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess with a, a rich history of people reckoning that we can we can see where where the people in this film were were coming from. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I think most recently, white Europeans have been the conquerors of other hmm. places and peoples. Um, so anyone who doesn't look back beyond. You know, like, yeah, very recent history could convince themselves that that is a genetic superiority, mm. even though the genetics show that, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's got the yeah, the differences between Europeans are far greater than the differences overall between like Europeans and Africans. Um, so it's just yeah, okay. so wrong, like on, in so mm-hmm. many ways. I don't even know where to start. Um, <laughs> sorry, what was the point? Oh yeah, if you were if you were wanted to hear that you were better than other people, and you were white, you could be very easily convinced that it, you're just innately better than people, mm-hmm. um, because you could cherry pick the information that you consume. Yeah, um, and I think society does a pretty good job of only feeding people the information that, well, until very recently, has said, "Oh yeah, white Europeans they're the best." Yeah, bring back the empire. Um, <laughs> I think we're we're maybe at a point in society where we're realizing that that's not the case. So. I, Mainstream mm. understanding of genetics and movement of peoples historically is a bit, bit better than it was. But that might just be because, like, I'm in a university town now and not deepest, darkest air, sure. <laughs> I I think even in the pretty much since the Second World War, right, we've we've seen things like places like Japan and China have become global great powers or superpowers. Um, and it, uh, anybody who thought that only white majority countries could become major global powers uh, has now had to reevaluate that. Um, unless you're determined to not believe that. Unless you're det- yeah, we we can still see, um, yeah, people can convince themselves of anything still, but it. I guess that would be one way in which uh, that's starting to go away. Like you say, um, as a society, we're we're beginning to get past that mindset. Yeah. So yeah, okay. I thought um, I thought all the all the people in the film, you could see where their ideas were coming from, and I found that engaging. Mm. Laura refuses to see them as humans, therefore (laughs) entirely emotionless. 
Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say it's tough. Like, the the thugs in particular, I had real trouble, like, seeing it from their point of view. They were just so brutal and cruel. Um, But again, I think there really are people like that. And again, I don't think they're born like that. Uh, And yeah, they at least showed that it was... It was kind of just being in a gang and hating the other people. Um, mm. Yeah, how civilized? <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what good job. What civilization not is based on right or anything like that. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a really nice touch. Um, you might have noticed this when they were doing the bit where they were talking about. Um, the history of civilization. Um, civilization was built by white men or whatever. Um, they started by showing these paintings, like old pictures of um, white people, you know, ruling the world and mm. and conquering and and being superior. But then when they they showed it to us a second time, and for, something about it, I think they were even showing us some of the same pictures, but some something about it seemed to be different, which was saying, like, that the second time it seemed to be showing white people got empowered because they, like, killed everyone else. They, they were... People historically were, were so brutal, and it showed them, yeah, slaying um, Native American people and people around the world uh and it just just showed that, that that was not caused by superiority but by cruelty um that was quite yeah quite a ha- yeah i'd say that was quite well quite done, a hard hitting so. point yeah yeah i think yeah and again i did like it because and the runtime went quite quickly for me which is odd um sometimes did, but i, I yeah. thought it was a good film um enjoyed some of the performances but i think it was a film for white people mm-hmm. like okay. that's what it spoke like because well there weren't really any people of color in the film it was just about white people and it was kind of saying like racism is this it's kind of it's extreme and it's repulsive and it's these people you know and they might be polite and so on and so on but i don't know i just i maybe would have preferred another i mean it covered quite a lot of sects anyway but even more suburban and even more like not involved with any white supremacists, but like just casual everyday racism that's so seeped into yeah, okay. society and our consciousness and things like that. But it was very much like, oh, look, that's what a racist is. So don't you worry about it. <laughs> you know, yes, like, it was doing the extremists, wasn't it? Yeah, but very not much not so. anything else. Which yeah, I guess is fine because that's what it was, that was the point of the film. But like... It might have been easy to introduce mm. that in like the FBI having... yeah someone mistreated in that environment mm. and maybe that environment changing as a result of what yeah. he's gone through. Or even mm. if they had, you know what would have been good if they'd had someone like a white passerby while they're abusing that interracial couple mm-hmm. to show like just the tolerance of this hatred and things like that, which is very yeah. much still present and alive in society Absolutely. and things like that. So yeah, yeah, I just thought it could have been, I don't know. It kind of like was a swaging white, everyday white guilt by being like this is what racism is maybe maybe i'm wrong i don't 
But okay, that's no, worth a thought. Yeah, yeah it reminded awesome. me a bit of. Has anyone ever seen Mississippi Burning? No. Or A Time to Kill. Sorry. No. Well, they're they're both kind of films about like white supremacy and justice, and I really liked them mm. when I was a child. But now watching them back more recently, they're very much aimed at like a white audience, and they're very much like it, mm. they just show extreme racism. I think it's a bit of a trope when you're looking at like films that deal with racism is to have the racism be so obvious, so in your face. They like, mm. and it's catered towards a white audience. Like, you know, it it didn't really. It's kind of like about white characters doing this kind of justice, like the white heroes saving the day again, which I think is another form of, I don't know, racism. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to process that. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it worries me that I didn't even think about that. No, I mean, it's why would you? It's not really like the film wasn't trying I'm, to deal with that at all. So, yeah, mm. I'm trying to think about your your point that this this was just addressed to white audiences, mm. and I, I I don't think the film was was just trying to uh, sort of moralize and and make the world a better place, but if it were then I suppose the people who need to learn how how bad racism is would be white audiences, right? Yeah. Um, you show show that to a a racial minority, um, and I I guess a lot of the reaction might be, well, well, yes, we we do know about racism, like that that people who aren't white have to experience it. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I think there would be something to be said for. Yeah, for showing the the everyday racism, the more subtle stuff, which yeah, but I don't think a lot of white nationalists would end up watching that film. Um, <laughs> partly because there there aren't that many of them, but there are loads of people who are subtly racist all the time mm. and don't realise it. And thinking about it, that is something that Black Klansmen did a little bit better. Did- there was yeah more of a an expression of just a sort of general racist culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think back to Black Klansmen now. But... More of the sort of institutional racism yeah. within the police and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I felt this was also very much like it didn't, the FBI is like, we don't hear about racism in the FBI. Like you're saying, like it doesn't really mm. turn its back turn back on itself whereas we know the fbi is like structurally systemically racist do we know that oh yeah definitely i mean yeah okay in yeah in america specifically i don't know much about the fbi and i know they're they're so secretive i don't know Mm. okay that's where i saw tony collette recently was in oh what was it called Oh, I don't remember. It was a story about it was a TV series set in like Ohio or something, where the girl was raped, and they accused her of lying, and it was only because he was a serial rapist that Tony Clett figured that out, and then went back and found her case and got her like charge of false accusation overturned. Mm. There we go. 
I knew there was something recently. <laughs> what, what was that called? Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, it was. That's. I just thought about her as a police officer there, <laughs> as if she wasn't one nice. for the entire film. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I say, I don't think it was like hugely problematic. I think it was fine. I enjoyed yeah. it. Um, okay. I think it did a good job of what it was trying to do. I just wasn't sure it was ambitious good. enough. Yeah, that's that's fair. When there's um, when it could have been better, mm. uh, it's there. Uh, we're we're here to explain how they could have done it better, aren't we? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure the director's listening. <laughs> well, I would I would think so. <laughs> It was Shall called Unbelievable, we... just in case anyone wants oh, to watch that you. TV series. It was very good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, Laura? Um, shall, can we talk about Harry Potter, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, oh we're talking about another Harry Potter. <laughs> so this is just like when they used the Polyjuice Potion to infiltrate the Ministry, right? When it was being run by Death Eaters. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was. <laughs> What what do you have to say about Harry Potter? Well, I was just going to talk about Daniel Radcliffe, to be honest. I only know him as yeah. Harry Potter. Can we talk about how um, little he is? He's so, he is he's so short. short. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which also worked quite well with his um, his character being the sort of shy introvert that got bullied at school and stuff. That, that people sort of measures can be introverts. <laughs> yeah, it's, it fits less well, though, right? I, yeah. I bet there's a massive correlation between... Height and <laughs> introversion. Have you not heard of little man syndrome? Exactly. <laughs> what? Or wait, no, is that the opposite? Little man, little men. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they tried, but yeah. I guess same idea where they're always trying to make up for it, and they they have a a thing about it and low self esteem because of it. <laughs> ah. Um. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I bought him as the hardened marine. No, nah. I, mean, I guess you know. But he did. He could, oh no, he said he must have black small people in the marines. That that was a cover story, wasn't it? The marines. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's you know, he's believable. believable as a marine. cover story. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was just uh, not <gasps> very believable. <laughs> Laura's faded out. <gasps> Laura's faded out. She'll Laura be back. Went away. Oh. We're in luck. Right. What the hell were we talking about? I was trying uh, to talk about Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Mr. Daniel um, isn't Radcliffe. Isn't it a shame that see? Daniel Radcliffe can't get past being Harry Potter? And every time I see him, I think, that's Harry Potter. But I have to say, this was the first time I've seen him in something else where I didn't constantly think, this is Harry Potter. Yes. I think the skin helped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And the American accent. Oh, I know. When it came on, I was like, oh, an American accent, is it, Dan? Oh, well. <laughs> I was hoping he'd do a a um, a Knives Out style southern drawl. <laughs> oh, that would have made this film so much better. <laughs> it should have been set in Alabama, shouldn't it? Yeah. That, that's what it needed. I'd have watched that. <laughs> I bet it was, but he couldn't do it. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I suppose it's more obvious when that's wrong because just like generic north east ish 
mid America mm. is quite <laughs> quite easy to do, isn't it? He did do the most neutral blank American accent, didn't he? <laughs> but that's yeah. fine. That's all he needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe Americans would have found it really off-putting and obvious that he wasn't American. But... I don't know. America's huge, isn't it? Like, I, I imagine you, unless you're from wherever they talk like that. Um, I don't know. A bad accent's a bad accent, isn't it? Like, I suppose so. Maybe. Uh, harder to go wrong than, you know, Scottish or something. Mm-hmm. As we know yeah. with every American ever trying to do a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> when you can tell what village someone's from <laughs> by how they pronounce cat, then <laughs> that's a brave task to try and... Mm. Emulate one of those accents, <laughs> <laughs> which you can yeah. do in Ayrshire, just because it's interesting. <laughs> tell what village someone's from by how they speak. Ridiculous! It's really funny. Can you tell um, that I live in Ada Hamilton Avenue from my accent? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll just broadcast that to both of our listeners. <laughs> oh yeah, should we bleep that out for privacy reasons? You know yeah. what the, the 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 kind of um, the kind of delay I've got on on publishing these podcasts now. This isn't going to come out till you probably moved out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks for the next guy to move in there. Get all the <laughs> secret all film the con- fan mail. mail. Sorry, All fan the fan mail. mail. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've mentioned Dean's Court enough. I wonder how how much oh, fan that's mail true. we get yeah, to that. I forgot about that. Think <laughs> of all the fan missing. mail that could be piling up because that's no one's why in they the had building. To shut it. I think. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They had to process all the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. He's come on a bit. You see, he's not a bad actor. You know. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, he's all right. did well. Yeah, I believe. And him. I was never that impressed by him in Harry Potter. I oh, thought he was. God, he was always thought he was quite Harry bad. Potter. Yeah. Um, I thought he yeah. did angry very well. Like he he had like popping veins and stuff in his forehead. Mm. Um, and I figure you have to actually just feel angry to to be able to. <laughs> Yeah, the veins his, popping. Well, you can't do the Cruciatus curse unless you really feel <laughs> that. Fernando, do Mm. you like Harry Potter? No Oh, (gasps) well Have you seen the films? I have seen all of the films My favourite is the seventh one There are eight of them, but the seventh one is the best That's reasonable Well, not that it's the best But it's better than number seven part two no wait yeah number eight i mean they're yeah. all really bad but uh, yeah the number seven's not, the, not one the best films where they're just like in a tent and then they move to a different woods and then they're in a tent there subtlety yeah. clear subtlety it's incremental <laughs> oh no give me wingardium leviosa any day <laughs> I think one and two are the best. Um, One and two are the best, but they ruined the series anyway with their terrible decisions. Yes. Yeah. There wasn't much to ruin anyway. 
<gasps> well, oh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, when we start Secret Book Club, we're definitely not starting with Harry Potter. I think Fernando needs to learn a thing or two. I think we definitely are. (laughs) Uh, Do you know, I could read those just again and again and again and never get bored of them. I love them Mm, so much. Me too. They've been a bit tainted now, though, by Jake. I wish I need Jake really to just shut up and get off the internet. She, oh, do you not enjoy she, the transphobia? She's long gone, isn't she? <laughs> she's just gone over the edge now, and I can't. It's, it's just the books. We've got the books already. We've already paid for them. It's too I late know. now. She's already a billionaire. <laughs> I can see her in the books, though. That's what's frustrating. Oh wow! Oh, oh, oh I don't. Yeah. Anyway, we can talk about this later. I suppose we should. <laughs> can we talk in the about the cool chemistry? What? Did anyone get excited about them talking about chemistry? No, during the film. Oh, all the chemicals <laughs> they were mixing together at the end. Yeah, no, just me. How, I liked how it when he kicked over that? a can. Yeah, mm. and it was like it yeah, spilled I- everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get your suits on, everyone! Stop what you're doing! Come on, this is a this is a disaster, and everyone was just like, oh god. <laughs> I thought that was quite a good move. If like honest, that. if that was radioactive cesium, I'd be jumping in an iron suit pretty, pretty sharp. That was good, thinking on his feet. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, um, you were saying about yeah, the no, TATP, solid, solid chemistry. I've got a little chemical structure drawn, drawn here, just to jog my memory. That was... Right. Uh, um, there was an incident in... I think it was Nottingham Uni a couple of years ago where someone accidentally made litres of TATP um, and they had oh. to like evacuate the whole campus. <laughs> oh my um, God. Because it's crazy explosive. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I wouldn't fancy, fancy handling it. That makes his... Because I thought it was so obvious in the film when like he was acting really obviously, but when he wouldn't let them test it you know mm. and i was like god that's got to be a red flag for them but if it is genuinely really explosive and the guy was going to set fire to it then that makes sense mm. yes yeah, that is scary explosive um yeah why you would need it as a medical supplier i don't know <laughs> i think that was the stretch that was a bit much for me um mm. yeah Sometimes you got to blow stuff up to cure cancer. That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> if you just inject it's... TATP directly into people. <laughs> that's what, oh, that's basically what Trump was suggesting. Wasn't Drink it, it, yeah. Just really strong oxidizing agents. <laughs> was the chemistry in the film legitimate then? Yeah, mostly. Yeah, they didn't Great. really go into much, but yeah, good. Better explosive than ammonium nitrate. Great, because mm. a lot of films it's completely laughable when they try and do chemistry, right? Mm. Yeah. That looks Great. Fine. Um. Mm. So, do do we all like the film then? I quite liked it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Good, Fernando. Jinx. 
I thought it was okay. Okay. Which, what, what would you, you have liked to see different? What would have I liked to see different? Mm. I thought it was rather good, yeah. Mm. I'm actually not sure. Um, it would, again, I did enjoy it, and I watched it in just one installment, which I guess oh, great. tells something. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's mm. crazy indeed. Uh, maybe I was just not that interested in the topic. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. But when you said that there was something to be learned by only a certain, I guess, subset of the people, uh, I, I think that this is, I, I think that racism can be, isn't, there's not just one way of racism and there are several ways uh, in which a person can be racist. And I'm not sure in what way that could have been shown in that film because I think it basically spoke about just one kind of racism and by what I mean perhaps is that there's a lot of racism in Mexico and if you ask people in Mexico if if there's racism chances are that they will tell you no that there okay. is no racism um, which is perhaps the worst kind of racism the one that you do not notice the, the one that is so entrenched that mm. basically you do not see and mm-hmm. the kind of racism that there is is basically, well, people just don't care about indigenous people, and they mm. they they speak really badly about them, and they treat them really poorly. Um, so, th- what I mean is, there are several ways in which you can be racist, and mm-hmm. um, and maybe it is good to show films about racism to all people so that they can learn of the different kinds of racism <laughs> and um, yeah. um yes I'm not sure I'm not sure if I have something else to say but um yeah I, I, w- what I mean is this film not only needs to be shown to a, a subset of the societies and it needs to be perhaps shown to everyone Good. Right. Cool. Well, some praise at least. <laughs> this film needs to be shown to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think it needs some alterations and then perhaps I'd agree. Okay. But yeah. You, you think it could do agree. more harm than good to some people? I think, like, well, kind of like I was saying before, I don't think it could do, I don't think it's a bad film. I don't think it's does anything terribly wrong but i guess like i was saying earlier it kind of just if it doesn't make me feel uncomfortable as a white person then i don't think it's doing its job with regards to racism you know i found i didn't find this that uncomfortable i found it uncomfortable to watch i didn't find me feeling uncomfortable which means that it was it was comforting me in a way by me being like well i'm not racist does that make yeah, sense it wasn't challenging your prejudices exactly it's not challenging me at all it's like it's a film by i assume I should really look this up before I start talking about it, but like by white people, about white people, for white people. Um, (laughs) Just as America intended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you think maybe it would have a different effect on someone who was a bit less woke? 
Do you think maybe? Oh, I'm uh-huh. happy you Some think I'm woke. Would. Ah, woke AF, mate. Um, <laughs> Do you think maybe some people... Sorry, I just threw up in my mouth a bit. Carry on. <laughs> As I was saying, before I was rudely interrupted by the vomit. Um, do you think <laughs> that maybe, uh, yeah, if someone was less woke, they might... Not that we're, like, ultimately woke, but we at whoa, least whoa, are... Whoa, 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 We are so <laughs> woke. <laughs> Far from Fernando. Um, no, we are all super woke. <laughs> we're, we're at least aware of our own uh, prejudices. Well, how would we know? To some extent. Why? There, that's good. Yeah. To some extent. I'll accept that. To yeah. some extent. Okay. Um, but <laughs> some people, I'm just, I'm thinking like maybe my dad watching this film would maybe recognise some behaviour in the people we were just like, well, obviously no one thinks like that. I have no empathy with this person because they're clearly just like so I don't far know. I think wrong. They were I think they were too extreme. I can't see my racist relatives being that bothered by it. They'd be like, Oh, isn't that terrible? You know, there's such because they were in the end, even the polite normal one turned out to be the one who was a domestic terrorist. You know, they were all yeah, they were just okay. it wasn't casual racism, was it? It was the unacceptable They'd gone over the line, the the of this the. God, I'm gonna have to edit this so heavily so I don't sound like a rambling <laughs> moron. But like you, I don't think you do even the same my... for me. <laughs> just cut this episode. <laughs> no, just be Fernando fine. saying we're all woke. <laughs> then that'll be it. <laughs> Um, my dad's the one who like loves Mississippi burning and a time to kill and things like that and just because they don't make him reflect on his racism at all okay Okay. maybe not maybe I might be wrong I don't I I think there's something in that but you know what the main thing I'd change about this film is I hate characters that chew gum all the time (laughs) (laughs) she did chew gum all the time all the time I hate the noise I don't like it when it's a trait like people take it as like a let's add something to this character what can we make them do make them chew gum give her a thing oh yeah no she was a smoker wasn't she she was just chewing gum when she couldn't smoke yes but that's still like she was flawed (laughs) she she had an addiction that she was she had to control Mm. oh was it nicotine gum yeah i think she says just chew gum okay You can just chew gum anyway if you just to give you something to distract yourself. Wow. Can you do mathematics instead to give you something to distract you? I think so. Um, Works for some people. But I don't think you can get that on the NHS. (laughs) 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 But yeah, it's not very pleasant to look at. I don't think. Yep. Um, I did find I liked her a lot more as the film went on. Mm-hmm. Um, to start with, I thought, like, who is this? Is she meant to be unbearably cool? And uh, as I say, when, when I was still quite cynical about the film in the first few minutes, uh, like, oh, she's going to chew gum and grin <laughs> devilishly and walk out of the room without saying anything. Oh, I'm supposed to think she's so cool. But no, she was She was good. Can we yeah, acknowledge the... Um the wise powerful female mentor 
of a young male that didn't have any weird sexual innuendo or anything. It was just, here's a you character. Know, that's true. Yeah. Just powerful female. Uh, the no ultimate strings. is when they when you don't even notice it because mm-hmm. it's just done so that's well. That's really good. Yeah. That was good. Mm. I enjoyed, yeah. yeah. I did also think there was some romantic tension, though. No way. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that totally. at all. Nah. Oh, well. No, not at but all. It definitely wasn't explicit, but I, I <laughs> thought he maybe fancied her a bit or something. Nah, I think there was a definite fondness. I think he... That's good. I think he admired and hated her. Um, okay. <laughs> but I don't I don't think don't think he fancied her. God, maybe that was just me. <laughs> Wait, you fancied her. <laughs> I fancied him. Um <laughs> Now, um, when was the last time that you uh, got a bottle of neat spirits and just passed it around, just shared it with someone? Have a swig there, pass it back, swig there. That's that's a wonderful thing to do, and uh, yeah, I think that really rubbed in their their camaraderie there in the car. Swigging oh, their liquor together. I think that's where I, I was, took issue with it. Really? Yeah, I was distracted. Was I was like, yeah, who's going to drive home? Are they going to drive home? <laughs> yeah, I did think that. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure if it was just because she's got like this this perfect suburban life, and so they were like sitting outside her house or something. Uh, but yeah, even still, they need to get home. Well, they couldn't be seen together at all, could they? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I thought maybe they were in the car, not because they were driving the car, but just because it was somewhere secret that they could meet oh. and get drunk. Maybe. <laughs> Don't know. Yeah. Was there any symbolism? Probably. We always Ooh. try. I have a, a nomination for symbolism. Ah. That, which okay. was when uh, Harry was deciding whether to <laughs> whether to uh, take the assignment or not. We uh we saw how I feel like the, the head shaving scene was a transition scene. That was symbolic of him accepting his like becoming part of the undercover movement because it's the right thing to do rather than yeah. saying no to it because that would advance his career faster. Um, he was taking a career hit to do the right thing. And I feel like that scene, yeah. like that was him changing from the the preppy, doing the thing to impress the boss, to yeah. just utilitarian, get the job done. This is the right thing to do. Yeah, nice. It's pretty good, good symbolism. Yeah. What the hell is he going to do about that tattoo? Yeah. Well, we... <laughs> That's a real sacrifice. With a a covering on it at the end. I think he gets it burned off. Okay. I think when he comes back to the FBI, FBI, he's got like some some cotton wool on it. Right. They say that's really sore, don't they? Yeah. But he's hard, mate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I think if there's any tattoo, you're going to get removed. (laughs) A swastika or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, who aces cupcakes with swastikas? 
<laughs> that was so sweet. That was a fun bit. I think it had this sort of like little dashes of absurdity that that kind of actually did make it a bit more intriguing and interesting. The cupcakes was one thing, and like planning a kid's event for Hitler's birthday was <laughs> another thing, which was just yeah. like a good touch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a little absurdity that was. Yeah. You could really believe, though. Like, <laughs> I could believe people doing yeah. that and not thinking it was like utterly, utterly bizarre. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. think I'll watch it again, but I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm Good probably film. the same. Coming round to yeah, solid. Mm-hmm. Solid two forty three, maybe. Solid gold. Six hedgehogs. Oh, God. (laughs) On a scale of one to a minotaur, what would you give it, Fernando? (laughs) I would give it. um, uh, I can't think. Um, Seven blorgs (laughs) in the time space? I would give it. uh, Three (laughs) sweet potatoes. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Three sweet potatoes out of a minotaur. Wow. Out of some peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> well, Good stuff. I have nothing left to add after that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all my. Oh, wait, one challenge. A symbolism <laughs> challenge. Mm-hmm. Can we make this film like Pride and Prejudice? <laughs> no there was a lot of prejudice <laughs> there was a lot of white pride yeah that's true actually yeah the white reason, it pride reminded and me. white prejudice that's what they should call it just white Imperial pride and prejudice rubbish name. <laughs> oh yeah white pride and prejudice why has no one made that that's such a good name for one of these films <laughs> um yeah, I was just gonna say, you know, it's so weird that people have to introduce each other to to people they've never met. Okay, so quaint. Oh, okay. You know, when they're like, yeah. "Can you introduce me to this person?" I couldn't possibly just go up to them and say, them who I am." <laughs> okay. Bloody can can you prejudice. introduce me to Dallas, Texas, or whatever his name was? <laughs> Wolf Cowboy or something. Yeah. <laughs> The other game we have to play is what did this film have in common with the last film that we watched? Oh, yeah, that was a good game that you came up with. Yeah, what the was last the last one was film? Barry Lyndon. Press Gangs, yeah. Oh, they're both, they're both um, have predominantly white characters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is the link. <laughs> Okay. I think I, I think we're done with that game, Laura. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I really it would just be that, that every time. <laughs> uh, oh, we need to diversify our film meeting. Well, um, you'll get your pick soon. I know what I'm picking, and it's not going to help the situation whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, picking Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Some of the characters are green. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm ready. Oh, it had, it had someone pretending to be what they're not. Didn't it? Oh, yeah. Daniel yeah, Kleiner. like all about Eve. 
Yeah. Harry, Harry was undercover. Oh, it was another um, one of our imposter films. That's nice. Yeah. We watch a lot of those, don't we? Yeah, I'd say an unusually films. high amount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of you keeps picking them? <laughs> uh, yeah, imposters. Um, that's the that's the link as yeah. well as predominantly white cast. <laughs> wigs. No one wore any wigs. Uh, no, you're right. This game doesn't work. <laughs> I think it's a good game. We should keep doing it. Yeah. Horses. No. I I also think that's probably enough for now. <laughs> Sheep drawn carriages. No. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Nazis. No. Children's birthday party. Uh, done it. Yes. Yeah, nailed it. Well done. Yes. Whew. It wasn't the it children's was... birthday. No, but ga- gathering with children. Okay. Damn. Okay, let's just let's let's that's that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what's a wrap? <laughs> <sighs> Shall I play the music? Please. Michael, you want a Melvin Bragg or you want to get the, you sound like you're tired? Yeah? You want to get out of here? Wanna, <laughs> no, I think wanna... we've I think we've squeezed every last drop out of that. Any more for any more? <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, oh. Apologies. Bloody hell. God, I haven't that done was that in a while. the worst ones yet. <laughs> I thought you were going for a double at the end because you only no, went for a single Well, I should have just went into it. Yeah, I should have just kept going. But my Go finger on, play the rest of it. No one will notice. <laughs> we can cut this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut it. I'll edit it in later. Oh, this, this is going to be an edit-heavy episode. <laughs> oh, God, when you cut it down to just worthy content is going to be like two sentences <laughs> I thought that was a really good episode I thought we talked about a lot of interesting stuff there yeah so did I actually I and some that. of it was something to do with the film <laughs> yeah next film oh, right yeah next film Fernando. it's just Fernando isn't it Fernando whoa uh, I think, you're up next I think that unlike every other time I now have a film. <gasps> Whoa. Yes. Uh, it is called. Well, I mean, if you don't, if you've not seen it, it's called Dark Waters from 2019. Oh, I think I've heard of that. I think Kira was talking Dark about Waters. it. Dark Waters. Never seen it though. 